My name is Thomas J. Bepko, and I've been in the mortgage and real estate industry for over 17 years. I've hit rock bottom and been able to come back with a vengeance through gratitude, consistency, and resilience. Through the same principles, I've been able to grow my teams, scale my businesses, and mentor others to do the same. It's going to be about Thomas Bepko's story, about my story. Certain things that drive people, and, and I believe that there's a rare breed out there, and some of them don't even know that they have. 16th year in the business, I started taking social media seriously. Immediately, I saw the results. You have to help people. You have to do the right thing a day at a time. Through my experience, I can help a lot of people. A lot of people can relate to the things that I've been through. We want to take you and push you to that limit to get you to where you want to be. And all I knew how to do was work. I knew I work hard. I just didn't stop no matter what life threw at me. What's up, everybody? Thomas Bepko podcast, number 11. Long time waiting for my boy, Casey Stopa. Yeah. My man. Love you to death, bro. Thank you for coming. Very grateful for you and for who you are. So <clears throat> thanks, thanks for having for, me. Thanks for coming on. Of course. Of course. Thanks for having me. We, um, Casey, man, 25. Kicking ass, doing a good job, always showing, always closing, always hustling. You work around the clock. For people that don't know you, let's give them a little bit about Casey Stopa. Who is Casey Stopa? All right, what's up, guys? Uh, my name is Casey Stopa. I grew up in Fairfield, Connecticut. Um, I'm 25 years old, and I'm a full-time real estate agent at Yellow Brick Real Estate. And I also own my own team. Stopa Realty Group, um, powered by Yellow Brick Real Estate. So good, let's good transition. Let's talk about your team. How many guys do you have? You just had a record, you had a milestone in your career, yep. right? So let's talk about that. Yeah, so um, my team just did 100 deals. So we just hit 100 deals for this year alone. Good for you, bro. So thank you, I appreciate that. Congrats. Yeah, bro. and it was, it was definitely a big milestone. You know, we've um, been training a lot. We've been working really hard all year. And, um, you know, it just, it, it feels great. And, and we're bringing a couple new guys on the team. Um, right now in total with me, we have seven guys um, and we've got one more coming on as well. So there will be a total of eight of us going into 2021. So we've got some big goals. Um, Casey already has his 2021 plan. He's already done. Yep. He's presenting it Monday. Yes, sir. Presented his plan Monday. <laughs> you know, Casey puts the work in. He plans it out. You know, the kid's running around the clock. And shout out to Stopa team. And what's the handle at Stopa, at, at, at the Stopa group? Right? Yeah, at Stopa Realty Group. That's at, our Instagram name. At Stopa Realty Group. Yep. Um, so talk, so you've got eight guys. How do you, so what do you try and teach you guys as a leader? Like in, if you could say, look, I, look, I'm leading my team. We hit a milestone. We hit 100 units. We're going to hit 200 next year. What do you, how do you get there? What do you, what do you train your guys? What, what's the message for Stopa Realty Group? So Stopa Realty Group, um, you know, I like to really teach my guys not only real estate, but, like, you know, success as well, because I think it's very important to be a successful real estate agent. You know, I think that real estate is obviously, you know, it's a complicated business. You need to take it very seriously. But at the same time, it's not rocket science. Right. Definitely. So I think that, like, you really need to learn success first. Right. Like it, it has a lot more to do with than, you know, with just showing houses, right? It's also, you know, waking up early, right? Um, you know, exercising, right? Focusing on your mental doing constantly. The, doing the right thing right? a yeah. day at a time. Exactly. Doing the right thing a day at a time, right? Focusing on yourself because the more you invest in yourself, the more you'll get out of real estate and everything else will come with it, right? 
do do right by you. Exactly. Yeah. So it's you know it's not only like about making money. I think it's like our team. You know, um, you know we motivate each other. Yeah, we get together, right. we motivate each other, and we keep each other in check because especially in this business, it's very easy to get lost on your own. You know, and consistency, right? So Casey. Yeah. has his team meetings, 8 a.m., rise and shine, yeah. Monday mornings, consistently, religiously. Yeah. Um, and that's one way that you lead your team, by staying consistent, which I, I admire. I think that that is great. You have to be consistent right now. Yeah, um, And the more consistent, the more consistent you stay, the better you're going to get. The more consistent you guys stay together as your team, the better your team's going to get. Exactly. Um, so are you – but you're, you're still producing too. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm producing too, and, I'm you know, I'm going to produce – I think I'm always going to produce. I love producing. And also, you know, a big thing about for me, like being a leader, like I want to lead by example, you know, I still want to be the guy that's at the top, you know, doing the most deals, you know, because I want everyone to, you know, have someone to look up to and and something to chase, right? Like beat me, you know, like they're my guys, but beat me, come after me, you know? So, exactly, you know, how much personal production did you do this year? Or your uh, pace to do. Yeah, so so right now I'm at fourteen point seven. I'll, I should finish around twenty point four. Good for you. So, yeah. record year. Record year. Record year, baby. Good That's for it. you. What's what's Thanks. on the goal for twenty twenty one? Ah, I don't know. I'm gonna take the weekend to think. About it. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week. We're gonna have Casey yeah. back on. Yeah. We uh. So what? You know what's funny is our story. How we met. Um. You have. I know. A couple of your brother, a couple of your sisters and brothers, yeah. right? Um, through mutual friends, and you had—I don't know if anybody knows—you came with a real estate license from Massachusetts to do mortgage. Yep, got your mortgage license, and then I mean, you were a very, very good loan officer. You're good at whatever you do, and then you decided to just stick with real estate because you—I don't know—you just just fit better, or yeah. So here, I'll, I'll give I'll give the little Let's story. So I went to Boston. Right. I had no idea what I wanted to do when I was growing up. I kept trying a bunch of different things. Um, you know, I was in and out of Housatonic. I was delivering pizza. At one point, I wanted to deliver pizza for the rest of my life. <laughs> I delivered pizza. <laughs> like, it was easy. You know, I loved it. I know. <laughs> Just drive around listening to music and pick up tips. It was amazing, <laughs> right? I did that all day. I, I loved it, right? So I was like, you know, I don't know. Shout out to the pizza delivery. Yeah. I did it for years. So it was the best, was you know? But any any hustle. I had my own little landscaping business for a little bit. Um, did that with my cousin in high school and a little bit after high school, but um, my brother has a huge landscape business in Fairfield County. And I I just realized that's not what I wanted to do. I wasn't, I didn't love it, you know? So I was still, I was always looking for that thing that, that I loved, you know, that I was passionate about and I couldn't find it. Right. So I went out to Boston randomly for a summer. I got my real estate license. I lived in some shitty apartment in, (laughs) in Rat City, Austin with this kid, Leon, and we slept in the same bedroom. We had these two shitty beds from Ikea and honestly, that whole summer I made 40 bucks and it wasn't from a real estate deal. It was from a side job that, yeah, yeah it was from a side job that I found online. Like, I think I was just like signing people in at some desk. So I made 40 bucks and my, I racked up my credit card. So I was like 3,500 bucks in debt and I just had to go home. So I came home and as soon as I got home, I was like, what am I going to do right now? Am I going to start a landscaping business or am I going to do real estate because I got the license. So I was like, I was like, I don't know. I I was like, I think I'm going to do a landscaping business. So I went out, I got a couple clients, Kevin Tanzer, right? I got a few clients. I just knocked on doors. Um, So I was like, all right, I'm going to start, right? I had, I had a truck, um, 
a lawnmower and I woke up one morning, it was like 6 a.m. I went to go put the lawnmower on the truck and it was like 35 degrees out and I was like, yo, fuck this. I was like, fuck this, right? So, so. There goes the landscape of career. Yeah, I was like, I'm done with this shit. Like, I hate this. I did it my whole life, honestly. So I'm happy that I did it because it taught me you learned a lot. hard work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like if you're out 13 hours a day pounding the dirt and like, you get a 20 minute lunch break. Like that's hard work. Like <laughs> opening a door is way easier than that. You know, writing a contract, writing a contract. Like it's, I love it. It's, it's cake compared to that, you know, but, um, but yeah, so yeah, the landscaping thing didn't work out. So I, I remember I had a conversation with my brother-in-law, Steve. Um, he told me about total mortgage. He told me about yellow brick. So I, I came in and I, I remember I met you um, at the yellow brick office downstairs and you come inside, you're the CEO of yellow brick, but you had like a snapback on and like, you had like a flannel on and you were dressed dope. And I was like, yo, like, who is this guy? Like, 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 I want to be like him. Oh, right. Guy. Yeah. I was like, I want to be like this dude. Like he's a man because I always thought That's that funny. like I had this image, like, image of like a successful person. Like you have to be a genius who went to college and has like 20 degrees and, and wears a suit and tie every day? Yeah, wears a suit and tie every day. And I was like, you know, that's just not me. So, like, I don't think I'm ever going to be like that, right? So, I met with you, and I was like, and then, I, I, you know, I came to the YB event, and, like, they told me, that, like, oh, TJ has a Range Rover. And I was like, I was like, it's probably, like, an old Range Rover. I just didn't believe that people could make money. I don't know. You know, I had a very, like, bad mindset. So, then I saw that you had, like, this like dope Range Rover house and you were killing it. So I was like, I got to do what this dude's doing. Like, I got to figure this out. So I called TJ and I was like, TJ, I want to do mortgages. <laughs> right. So TJ's like, all right, come to my house. So I go to his house, right? Oh, this isn't the first time I saw his house. So the first time I saw his house, I was shoveling the driveway next door. <laughs> On his first client in landscape yeah. business. I was shoveling the driveway next door <laughs> and TJ's like, yo, what are you doing? I was like, what the <laughs> hell? I, like, I had just met you the day before. Yeah. And you're like, yo, shovel my driveway. Here's 30 bucks. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, this dude just gave me 30 bucks to shovel his driveway. It was like five feet. <laughs> I was like, this is great. So, um, so then, yeah, I, I, I went to TJ's house. He told me about the mortgage business and I was like, all right, sign me up. Right. So I started working at Total Mortgage. Um, you know, I started banging the phones in the call center, uh, making like 300 calls a day. I was constantly bothering TJ, asking him questions, everything. Like, I just wanted to know, like, like, how do you be successful? Like, what do you do? Like, you know, I was like, I was selling your clothes at one point. Remember that? Yeah, we were off up. He was, Case was willing to do anything. To make I was money. doing anything to make money. It was crazy, but, um. But that's the mindset you have. Like, yeah, know, I was doing the same thing. I didn't, similar stories. Look, I've been through down business things that never worked. And I was like, dude, I, I just busted my ass for 13 hours and I came up with this check. That's not going to work for me either. Yeah. I like that, you know, we, it's good that we talk about this because you saw an opportunity. Exactly. Or you smelt it, right? I did as well with you, you know, and fast forward, you were a great loan officer, but you didn't want to be in an office all day. Exactly. So you fired up your yeah. real estate license, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I was in the call center doing mortgages for a little bit. You know, I was locking deals and closing deals, but I just like, I couldn't, you know, being in an office, just being behind the computer all day. You know, not that you have to be as a loan officer. Obviously, you could be out doing stuff. But, like, I started, like, just showing houses here and there. 
And, you know, I think I closed like maybe one or two deals that year. I wasn't focused on real estate at all, but I started to kind of build up a little clientele and I was like, you know what? Like, I don't really like mortgages that much. I like real estate, you know, starting January, 2018, I'm going all in, right? So I remember I was still like flip-flop, like, oh, I want to do both or, you know, but you really can't, you know, I think you need to put 100% of your time into one thing to really be successful at it. So I went full-time real estate that year, made a goal. That goal was uh, $6 million for 30 deals. Yep. And I ended up doing 6.2 for 33. Yep. Right? Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it took, it just took a lot of hard work and, and consistency. What was your goal this year? So this year, my goal is 20 million. What'd you, know, you do? I should end with 20.4, but knock on wood. All my deals are probably going to die. But no, they're not. They're, they're <laughs> nah, they'll close. be good. They're going to close. They're they'll close. be good. But um, but yeah. And then last year, my last year, my goal was twelve, and I did thirteen and a half. Oh yeah. So you know, usually, if I make a goal, I'm going to hit it. You know, and there's no other option. That's right. right. Like we said. Okay. Cool. You're going to make it. On, you you're going to put down a goal on a piece of paper, put it on your your wall or your whatever you do, right? And you just look at it every day and visualize it and there's no option not to hit that goal. Exactly. And you've done it three years in a row. You'll get it. You're at, you're hitting 20 mil. You're going to decide this week in the goal for next year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got to figure that out. There's a lot that goes into that now though, because I got my whole team. I got to manage. That's yep. going to take a lot of time. Yep. And you know, I'm really trying to tighten that up. As a good, you, you run a very good team. You're excellent yeah. at what you're doing. We appreciate everything you do. Seriously, I don't know if I ever told you that, but Thanks. super grateful for you. And Thank I do you. Love you. Thanks. Love you too. Why be poster child, baby? <laughs> we um, such a leader, dude. It's, it's great. I really admire it. And good, good peeps, bro. We um, 102 deals. Gonna go over your goals. Yep. Criticism. Let's talk. Let's spin it a little bit. Okay. Do you like criticism? I <laughs> <No>. constructed. <laughs> who, who likes criticism? Nobody likes criticism. I know. We have these conversations a lot, right? And how do you handle them? You know, that's something that I'm definitely working on. I mean, <laughs> for sure. Like, I don't know. I've never been good at like listening to listening or <laughs> I get or it. I'm the same I, way. If people tell me to do something, like. Like, honestly, you know, I, I don't, it makes me not, sometimes it makes me not want to do it, which is really bad. Like, even if I was about to do it, if I was about to do something and someone says, you got to do this, I'm like, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> you know, which is bad, but like, I'm the same I don't know, maybe we shouldn't put that in there, but, um, but no, yeah, no, it's, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting a lot better at that. I'm working on that. I'm working at taking criticism and listening more. It's hard, to, it's hard not to be defensive for me. Like I, I am very defensive. I have like a super hyper vigilance. Like I can smell danger. If you come at me, like I'm ready to, to kill. Right. Yeah. I, I get that. And I get super defensive for, if, through my, it's, this is one of the things I work on for myself, like a constructive criticism, right? You know, you always want to look, I, people always want to fucking criticize. Like you're always, they, they're so opinionated. All they well, everybody has their own opinion. I'm talking like, like, look, uh, constructive criticism sometimes for me it's tough for me to hear that shit i, I don't hear oh, fuck you who are you telling me to do it but what do i do with it do i take it in just at least listen to it if there's something i can get out of it then maybe right yeah. then i can use it right it's tough to listen especially when you feel like somebody's attacking you 
Yeah, exactly. Right? It's, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, being defensive, you can feel attacked when criticized. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely I, – I want criticism now more than anything, though. Like, I met with my team the other night, or a couple of the guys on my team the other night, and I I told them, like, listen, I want to go around. I want you guys to criticize me. I want you to be, like, brutally honest, though. There you go. Like, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong as a team leader? Because I need to know. Yeah. Because if you keep that, if you keep that shit in, then like, how am I ever gonna know how to help you? Yeah, I get it. Right. So like, I had that meeting and it helped me a lot. A couple of things that I need to work on. So yeah, I'm I'm really working on that. That's the biggest thing I'm working on because I always want to do things my own way, right? And my own way is not always the the best way to go about things. It's not the right way. Big for you to say right there. <clears throat> yeah, it's the truth though. Good. Good. The truth will set you free, homie. Yep, I know. Truth will set you free. In in all ways of life, everything. Exactly. All right, so list three things that you need to be successful in the real estate business. What's number one? Energy. Boom. There you go. Energy. Positive energy. Positive energy. Positive energy. All positive energy. As soon as you get, as soon as you start getting negative, it can start snowballing. It snowballs and then you hate everyone. Right, you got to stay positive, and and like I said, that has to do with everything. Like everything goes into your mindset. You got to be, you know. I listen to podcasts when I'm driving. I, you know, I work out. Right, that'll keep your mind positive. Like you want to surround yourself with positive people and the right people, even if you got to drop people. Positive things happen to positive people. Yeah, exactly. Positivity is huge in this business, especially because it's such a stressful business, and so many negative things happen all day. Yeah. You know, like there's so many fires that you got to put out constantly. You think you've got a deal that's Deals about to close. Like it dies the last day. Exactly. Right. So you got to stay positive. That it's very, very important. That's a good point. What's number two? Numero dos. Um, number two is number two is drive. Definitely drive. You need to be driven. Right. You need to have goals. Nope. Very important. And you need to be consistent and determined. Right, go. but that's all with driven. That's all within being driven. Yes, right, you need yes. to w- wake up every day, be the first one at the office, the last one out. Right, you need to be all in with this business. It's got to be twenty four seven. Staying right? positive. The staying whole time. staying positive the whole time. So being positive and driven for sure. Those are two keys to success. Yep. Number three. What's the third? I think number three is empathy. Ooh, there you go. Right, you need to be empathetic. You need to feel for your clients. There you go. There right, you, go. you can't think about the money. It's not about the money because it's a business of service. Your yeah. fiduciary is to serve the public. Exactly, client, right? exactly. You want to look out for your clients' best interest. You want to have their best interest at heart, just like it's your money that's going into that property. Yeah. Right, and like I said, you don't ever want to think about the money. As soon as the money starts getting in- involved, and you start thinking about your checks or counting your checks, first of all, deals die. I'm superstitious about that. But also, you know, the less you think about money, the more money will come. Yep. Exactly. I agree. You know, build the pipeline, service your clients, build the pipeline. Yeah. And the money will come. I was saying this this morning to to a newer agent. So you keep up this pace. You're doing the right thing. You've already got contracts. The money's coming. Exactly. The money's going to come in real estate. If you put the work in, you do what you're supposed to do. You service your client. You go to any length. Right, go the extra mile because nobody's there, and you do all these things for your client. You will be successful, hands down, in the real estate business and the mortgage business, right? In any other business too, right? Positive mindset, drive, empathetic. 
Yes. That's perfect. You got to talk about that today. You should definitely post something. Stop, those should be the three Stopa team values. All right, Casey, I got a tough one. You ready? What's one thing that worries you and why? All right. Yeah, so, <clears throat> all right. Let's all right, hear so, it. so what worries me is definitely, definitely not hitting my goal. Um, you know, the fear of not hitting my goal or the fear of not living up to my fullest potential, right? That's big, definitely. Like, I always want to be trying, I always want to work on myself to be the best person I could be in all aspects of life, right? But real estate is very important to me. So hitting my goal is very important to me, right? So, you know, but the good thing about it and about fearing that and being worried about it is it pushes me. So like, you know, I knew like I was at 14 mil for the year and I had to do six, I had to do six mil. I had to get six mil under contract the last month, right? I knew I had like three months left. I was like, this is going to be crazy. I think this is going to (laughs) be impossible. But I just, I put my ass to work and I did it, you know? And if everything closes and I hit my goal, then it's done, I, you know? You know, your and, goals, and are, goals are reachable, goals are obtainable. Yeah, goals are obtainable and they keep, like, they keep the fire lit under your ass, you know? Like, the fears and, like, the worries. Yeah, so that's a big one for me. And that's probably what I worry about the most. And you've hit your goal the last three years. <clears throat> exactly. You're going to hit this next year. Yeah. So let's talk about the goal that you just hit for this year. You're going to hit with deals under contract, but you, you were at a point where you were at 14 million, you're yep. at 14 million and you had to get 6 million under contract within 90 days. Right. Yep. What was your first plan of action? How, how did you attack that? Cause that's interesting. People want to hear How did you, what's the first thing you did? Picked up the phone. Good. And prospected. Right? Yeah. Prospected. I mean, that's honestly, that's all we should be doing as salesmen or salespeople, it's right? Prospecting. prospecting. That's really our only job. And mm-hmm. eventually that's all I want to be doing. But, um, you know, it, there's a lot more that goes into it, but you know, I picked up the phone, right? I started reaching out to all of my past clients, right? All of the leads that I thought were almost there. Right. And I gave them a little push, you know, followed up, followed up. Yeah. Follow up, follow up, follow up. It's, it's, that's the, that's the biggest thing about real estate. You have to follow up. It's the most important thing. Right. And people need a push, you know, like people want to buy a house, yeah. right? But your real estate agent, like as a real estate agent, you need to know like how to push them. You don't want to be too pushy, yeah. but just like just like us, like if we say we want to do something, right? Sometimes you procrastinate a little bit, right? Yeah. Or you know, it takes you a little while to get something done. Like you need a little reinforcement. Yeah, exactly. Like you need you need a little push, you know. Like you need some some management kind of like. Yeah. So I, that's how I think of myself as a realtor. It's like I know you want to buy a house. Yeah. Like that's one of your goals. Like. Like, let's go get you a house. You know, like you got to, you have to stay on top of people, try and set up appointments to get them out to go see houses. You know, how's this Friday? You know, if you stay on top of them, you get them out to see a house. That's how you're going to convert them. Of course. Always showing, always closing. Yeah. Always showing, always closing, you know, always out there. Always showing, always closing is kind of like my motto. It's what I say, but it doesn't mean always showing houses. It means really means like activity. Yeah. Always putting in the work. Constant action. Doing the research up front, following exactly. up with your clients, getting the feedback. Yeah. Giving the feedback. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So there's a lot that, so much that goes into real estate that a lot of people just don't really understand. Like it's a yeah. very tough to manage the job. Like you were saying, I was talking about this before. Like, look, from prospecting all the way down to post closing, I mean, there's 100 to 150 things you need to do within that, yeah. easily within that 
gap from when they call you on the phone or your friend sends you a referral, like their, their cousin's looking to buy in Fairfield, right? Or me that initial phone call to after they close, to the closing, bringing a gift, sending them birthday cards, right? Keeping them in your sphere of influence, maintaining your database, going through your database. You know, right now the wellness checks we talk about a lot, you got to check in on people, man. Make sure people are healthy with all this shit going on. Exactly. Make sure they're healthy. Make sure everything is okay. And doing that by giving back and checking in on people and trying to help them and being a service to them, when they have their friends and their family or after you've closed, they're going to buy, they're going to bring up Casey Stope and Stope Realty Group. He went the extra mile. I had several other agents. Nobody went, nobody did as much as Casey did. Nobody was knowledgeable. Nobody got me the information as fast, yep. right? All these things add up and build your database and your sphere. And then that's how you grow your real estate business right? exactly. by, by managing all that. And it's very difficult. It's very, very difficult to be a real estate agent. So very proud of you, man. You do, do a kick-ass job, especially having your, your clients back and your own personal goals is, is great. Understanding your clients' goals in the house, you having a personal goal, sounds like a match made in heaven. Yeah, exactly. That's true. You just did 102 deals, right? 102, 102 yeah. transactions. Fairfield, New Haven County, right? Yeah, so far. We got a few more closing. Good for you. What do you think you're going to hit for the year as a team? I think 120, probably. Good. 120, 125 around there. That's amazing. Good for you. Yeah. Good Thank for you. you. Let's have some fun, Casey, because it's been all serious, all real estate, right? okay. all business. All right. If you were stranded on an island, yep. what three things would you bring with you and why? All right, if I was stranded on, on an island. What would you have? Or if you were going to get stranded, what would you have with you? What would I have with me? Let's see. I would probably have... Dude, I have no <laughs> fucking idea. Because what am I going to say? Oh, I'll have my laptop. That's stupid, though. Realistically, Why not? Because how am I going to survive with my laptop? <laughs> but that's one that you're going to be not be bored. Yeah, that's right, true. You, right, your head game, right? I, I definitely I think I'd bring a laptop. I don't know. I bring but, some but, type, but you got to bring some type of technology. Yeah, you got three things. What are they going to be? Who are they going to be? It's your deserted island. All right. So how am I going to get Wi-Fi? <laughs> you know, then it's like, what's the That's point of having two. a laptop? <laughs> a Wi-Fi. A Wi-Fi That's right. number two. Pre-download your Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pre-download yeah. your Netflix. Shit, yo, this is a hard question. What, okay, the laptop's one. What else? I don't even want to say it. <laughs> say it. Come on. No, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. What the hell would I bring? What would I bring? Danny? I'll bring Danny. <laughs> so we got a laptop and Danny. What's the third one? Dude, I don't think I'd bring my laptop. <laughs> All right, so you bring, you All bring, right. you're bringing Danny. No, I'd bring Danny. Okay. What's the second thing? I would bring... Food? I don't fucking know. There you go. You gotta bring food to survive. Can we redo this whole thing? <laughs> this is it. You're not gonna like air this, right? Dude, I don't know. This is a really hard question. Like, what do I bring on an island? Okay, I'd have to bring a weapon. <laughs> a knife. I would need a knife or a gun or something because who knows what's living on that island. Probably a knife because you're gonna have to cut down trees yeah. and like kill animals yeah. and fish and spear, yeah. right? Yeah, right. I'd have to bring like a fishing I'd pole. definitely bring a phone. Yeah. Because I'm trying to get the fuck off the yeah. island. Right? I'm trying, trying to get some type of communication. Phone, like, okay, maybe with or without charger, like, I got a battery full of charge. I'm trying to get that off the island, right? <laughs> yeah. With my knife and my uh, wife and exactly. my kids. Yeah, and then I would right? bring Danny. I'd bring my girlfriend, Danny, for sure. A knife, a cell phone, and Danny. Yeah, because we, we drove across the country together, actually. It was awesome. Okay, there year. you go. Yeah, That's that, was, true that, was, that was pretty dope. We, uh, we started in Connecticut. 
And we stopped in West Virginia, Chicago, um, Wyoming, North Dakota, uh, Utah, Arizona, and then we ended up in Cali. It was dope. We stayed in these crazy Airbnbs. One of them was a sheep shed, 1920 sheep shed in the middle in of a field in Wyoming. In Wyoming. And That's this dude crazy. owned 65,000 acres of land his family owned, which is, which is three Fairfields. Right? We did the math. Yeah. Three Fairfields, 65,000 acres of land. And we stayed in this little sheep shed. It was, it was pretty creepy, though, to be honest. And my arm was broken. So I, if anyone tried to fuck with me, I was... <laughs> Nothing around but a bunch of sky, right? Yeah. What was it? Just it was just land. Land. In the middle of nowhere, yeah. That's pretty cool though. Yeah, it was cool. Stars were probably beautiful. Stars were awesome, yeah. Stars yeah, that was that was a good trip. How'd you bring your own? Uh, I was riding a bike at night and Jake gave me Jake gave me a bike. It was like he got like a brand new one and it was like an expensive bike. It was like thirteen hundred bucks and I didn't even buy a listen, I didn't buy a helmet, I was stupid. And I was like, you know what? I really want to go ride this thing, so so I went for a ride. I was going to do 20 miles. Like, so Jake gave me this route and I was going down a hill like as fast as I could. And it was like nine o'clock at night and a cat ran out in front of my bike and I just hit the cat and I flipped over my handlebars. There was a car coming up the hill too. Flipped over my handlebars, smashed my elbow on the ground. My, I, I was all scraped up. Just my skin was just completely taken off my, my arm. <laughs> I smacked my head on the ground Oh my god, it was so bad. I went right to the hospital. Luckily, no head injuries that I know of. How was the um, cat? I have no idea. It ran away, so it must be alive. But I had to be fucked up. Had to be messed up. But yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yep. That's a good story. All right, I should tell the story about about what I all right what I did. Nah, I just no, want to, no. all right. So listen, quick real estate story, okay? So. My friend bought a four-family in Bridgeport, right? It was on the south end over by Marina Village, and he couldn't really – he just hated it, right? So we had to relist it for him, right? So we put it on the market. We got it under contract very quickly, right after he bought it, right? And we had to get the appraiser in there to close the deal. And, like, I wanted to make sure that this closed for him because it's one of my really good friends, right? So all the tenants let us into their units, and the appraiser had to get into every unit to close this deal. So there was one unit, and the lady was not letting us in. I was knocking on the door. She was opening the door, screaming at me, cussing me out, screaming at me, cussing me out, right? So finally, I knocked on it one more time. She opened it. She's screaming at me. I was like, listen, is there anything that I can do to get us into this unit right now? She's like, you know what? She's like, my baby needs some formula. <laughs> she hands me like an empty... Um, Similac, right? Similac's yeah, what yeah, it's called. Yeah. Empty Similac bottle. So I was like, all right. I was like, so I'm going to go get some Similac. Yeah, I'm going to go get you some Similac. So I go down to the corner store. It was like 19 bucks. Go back, give her the Similac. Just happy as can be. Let's us into the apartment. We get the appraisal done and we close a week later. Wow. That was a good deal. Good. Persistent. Yeah, yeah it's persistent. You got to do whatever you can to close the deal. To clients. get it done for your client. You got to do whatever you can. Good. Go the extra mile. Go the extra there. mile. Yep. Nobody was getting that Similac. No one else was getting that Similac. You know what I mean? <laughs> Similac and always showing, always closing. So, Case, thank you for coming. I love you. I'm grateful for you. I'm super excited to help you hit those goals next year. I, I know you're going to do it. You have never – you're not You're not the type that's going to let yourself down, 
right? So you're definitely going to go smash those goals. And if you guys are looking for Casey's at Casey Stopa, at Stopa Realty Group, those are his Instagram handles. Hit him up. Casey, you got anything to say before you go? Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I got to go show some houses. <laughs> some deals. So. He's got ants in his pants, dude. He's going to, go to make sure those deals close. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hit us up. If you guys got questions, want to get in touch with Casey Stopa, Stopa Realty Group, YB. Yeah. See you soon.